Good morning, everybody. <laughs> um, I would like want just for this podcast really is to help people understand how to use this. We have hundreds of episodes, and it doesn't have to be each one that we do going day by day. You can go back and listen to the hundreds, and they're really transformational. I just did a whole bunch the other day. So that's housekeeping for this podcast. This morning we were reading The Deep Breath of Life, and uh, Dr. Sid's A Lasting Purpose from Dr. Sid Williams, his, his weekly affirmations. And uh, as Cheryl was reading, she had a little pause for a moment, and I realized that pause is important because that pause gives us all a moment to think and then also digest what we've just read. And it's not a mistake, it's really the brain catching up because it's your innate intelligence, my innate intelligence is listening and then also using that. It's our usually our educated saying, okay, why did I do that? We judge ourselves, those type of things. In my other podcast, in the Synapse Philosophy uh, podcast, and we read chiropractic philosophy, B.J. Palmer, D.D. Palmer. B.J. Palmer has not used a comma or a period in, you know, 39 volumes of chiropractic philosophy. And the run-on sentences go on forever. He makes up his own vocabulary sometimes, but it's deep in philosophy. So sometimes I read it like I'm typing, which I'm, <laughs> which I'm one of the worst typers in America. And last night we talked about a section where uh, B.J. Palmer is saying, what if D.D. Palmer would have asked a medical man, is this right? Or would he have asked, should I do this? Does this sound right to you? What if I, he would have paused instead of going full force, 100%, he might have tripped, he was arrested, all sorts of things... And he still kept going with his single-minded purpose of success and changing this world for the better. What if? What if? And how many what ifs? Last night I even had a moment of pause for myself. I paused, what if, you know, is, is this right? And for whatever it is what I was doing. And I took a pause for my second self and I looked at what B.J. Palmer wrote after we had an awesome podcast last night. And I thought about what if I paused and I didn't listen to innate. And same with all of us. And going full force with everything that I'm doing. I had a good friend of mine the other day. He said, hey, now this isn't tooting my own horn. He said, you're the most organically successful chiropractor or person I know. Because I just do. And it's not just that, but in an educated way. I know that. If I follow my instinct, which is innate intelligence, I might it might not seem right in the moment, but there is a golden lining in the end, and we follow through with that single-minded purpose. Starting college, when we think maybe we shouldn't be doing this, I remember in college I thought, you know, is this the right thing for me? Should I be doing it? And there is a, uh, you know, when I was in economics, the professor said, we got to weigh out the cost of the benefits. You have all these years in college and in graduate school where you could be working in a job and moving up your corporate ladder or whatever you're doing, starting a business, a machine shop or whatever it is, and growing that business. You're averaging out very often in the same way, right? The investment of time 
and then the investment of experience. So I work using both my experience and the time that I'm building in my own life and knowing that when I get an innate flash, that's what B.J. Palmer called those things, what do we take it as? Are we going to do it, move forward when D.D. Palmer got the innate flash um, to, for chiropractic, it was a spiritual intuition. Atkinson was the spiritual entity, he called it that. Dr. Sid Williams had a dream and he saw a gingerbread man in his dream with an, an arrow in the atlas at the top part of the neck and he realized it's the atlas that is the key to health. B.J. was right, uh, B.J. Palmer, and he took that intuition, didn't take it as a cartoon, but it was a message that he could relate to, and then he ran with it. And the same thing with D.D. Palmer and all the other great visionaries of this world. When we get this vision, the difference is, how do we act on it? So last night was very poignant to me. Our reading was really amazing already this morning. And I have a uh, confession of, I had a coffee this morning. I haven't had coffee in three weeks because I was at a very high stress time, especially these three weeks reading up to a seminar, getting prepared for it, getting my manual, all those things, new office team, all this stuff, second office, all these things. I took one of those things that can cause me more stress out. Today I'm in bliss. Everything is at ease. I slept extremely well last night. Today I'm a little bit groggy, maybe because of my awesome sleep. I haven't had a good sleep in a couple of weeks. And I didn't fuel that bad sleep with more coffee, actually. I had a little green tea. So it wasn't the stimulant that I was looking for to change me. I had to work to change myself. So today I'm in bliss and I enjoyed it with an awesome little coffee already, an espresso from next door and they make a good one. And I'm forgiving myself or I could beat myself up today. In reality, I'm still at ease. I'm still the same person. We also have to let ourselves off the hook. If we didn't go with that decision, like we were just talking about, the should-haves, the would-haves, and the could-haves, are what really can destroy our lives very often. I should have done this. I could have done that. Blah, blah, blah. We get past them. So today I am. I am myself. I am my most authentic self right now, today in this moment. And I hope all of you are too. Amen. God bless you and have an amazing day.